Silence? Hello, this is Stephen Hawking back from the dead to say, Kyle is still a little bitch. Whoa, whoa! whoa. Hawking, we don't approve of that sort of language. I don't care if you are dead and a genius. And, well, I mean, okay, you, you do have to understand how far back this beef goes, though. Uh, granted, granted, and I think, I think on the Animal Cast, I think Stephen Hawking said far worse to Kyle at the time. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't Hawking claim to cuck Kyle? Yes. That was, okay, and I don't like that term either. But, um, ne- never mind, never mind. This is too long. But, but yes. I mean, I mean you, you heard it here. Hawking is still mad. All right. Hey, silence. Oppenheimer! I myself am strange and unusual. This is Nerf Ray Radio! Nerd alert! See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? If I'm interested in it, then by definition, it is nerdy. I'm your co-host, man. My dad's a nerd. And welcome to episode 322 of Nerd Pride Radio. 322. That's one after a countdown. Thank you. You're helpful. (laughs) 322. God, now my rhythm's gone. Like I had any. Insert a clip of I Ain't Got Rhythm, the Phineas and Ferb song here. 322, the infamous Skull and Bones Society, a secret society for seniors at Yale University. (laughs) Secret society for Skull and Bones. Is also known as The Order, and they made a movie about it of that name. uh, The Brotherhood of Death and, and, Order 322. And also, um, did you know... If you go through the list of Skull and Bones members from from the past, there's a lot of names on there you'd recognize. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, William Howard Taft? Oh my god. Yeah? Yeah, well, like you're the guy who died because he was too fat to get out no, of the club? No, no, no. Look, that, okay, the, the one story anyone ever remembers about William Howard Taft is, oh yeah, wasn't he the president who was so fat he got stuck in a bathtub? He didn't ever really get stuck in a bathtub. That was a nasty rumor spread by opposition to... To basically just make fun of him and belittle him. The man was president of the United States and super fat and Supreme Court justice. He was he was the chief justice of the Supreme Court of the United States of America after being president of the United States. The guy is really accomplished. Now, that's all I know about him. Those two facts uh, that and uh, he was so fat he got stuck in a tub, apparently. But but I mean, come on. You guys deserves a little more credit than that, I think. Anyway, but, uh, oh, I guess I also know that he was a Skull and Bones member now, now that I just looked it up. Um, but this is, this is another one of those elite societies where people make connections and it gets them to places of power. Uh, but Look, most I, don't, I don't trust any man whose name sounds like you're saying Shaft with a speech impediment. Oh. 
Taft. That's terrible. Um, but did you know that in 2004, this was actually a big deal at the time that it happened, but now everyone's forgotten. In 2004, uh, John Kerry and George W. Bush uh, were running against each other for president, both Skull and Bones members. So there you go. Yeah, for what it's worth. Um, it was a friendly competition. Did you ever see the movie The Order? The what? Yeah, the, well, it's The Order about Skull and Bones. I never saw it. So, I'm assuming it's terrible, but, you know, what I know. Um, ask me how I'm doing today, though. Go on. Ask me. How you doing? Well, I'm awesome. My name is Mike Jones. Uh, I am a Pathfinder slash D&D nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus there are like seven other kinds of nerd I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio, the place I go every week with my, my talented... Beautiful son Aiden here uh, to haver on about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit Only in our collective one of those skulls anymore. True. Yeah. Okay. So you're not really my son, but still, yeah. all right. Um, as always, you're listening to the best smelling podcast on the internet. That's right. Nerd Pride smells exactly like one of Stephen Gwyneth- Hawking's de- decomposing corpse. Oh, I was going to say one of the Gwyneth Paltrow's candles. But oh yeah, and then see, actually, they're roughly similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? That's that's better than anything I had. I had I had the candle, and then I put in. No, I'm kidding. And then I had a whole disclaimer about it. But you know what? We'll just leave it there. <laughs> We're good. Um, and now it's time for the meticulously plotted portion of the podcast. This is the time for me and Aiden where we talk about all the interesting things that we've stumbled across during our last week or two or three. If something tickles our nerd fancies during the course of this busy, busy time, we add it to our master list, and the very best stuff off of that list gets spewed out all over you guys every time we record. You, you lucky, lucky dogs. dogs. Straight into it. Uh, it's time for our nerd culture report. I thought this was bowling for weirdos. <laughs> no, Gonzo, but you are very... Very close. Uh, hey, what do we have for the Nerd Culture Report? Did you hear? I, I might have heard. I don't know. What am I hearing? Elon and Grimes broke up. What? Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm super happy about it. What? What? Because now you've got a shot with Grimes? Oh, f- no. no. Now you've got a shot with Elon? No, because Grimes used to be a very liberal public voice. Uh-huh. And then when she started dating Elon, she suddenly changed to this very right-wing, do-things-for-the-billionaires voice. Huh. Interesting. Look, all I know... And so I'm hoping that this breakup will mean that she's going back to... All I know is Elon had a weirdly named baby with someone named Grimes, and I said, Who? And I looked it up, and I found out who she was. And then later, I saw Grimes on something else. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Grimes, do I know her from somewhere? Is that? And then I had to look her up and go, oh, yeah, with Elon and the weirdly named baby. That's really all I know about her. Uh, so uh, the question on everyone's mind is, uh, who's getting custody of the syntax error? <laughs> That's what, is that their only child together? I believe so. Okay, because I know he has other children. Yes. But this is the only one with her? Okay. Um, you probably know Grimes from uh, the the new Avatar singing competition, where they they have their like. I I know what that thing is. Yeah, 
Brought to you by the people who brought you the Masked Singer. Right, okay, so this but is also... I don't... I did not know she was on. Surprisingly, this is also an Aiden was wrong. Because, well, I guess I wasn't really wrong, because I still hate the Masked Singer and things that it has nothing of value. Okay. But I do like that show. Really? Yeah. Because it's actual, like, common people, not celebrities. Because your mom and I have watched all of the Masked Singer... And I think it has nothing of value. And we saw the, the whatever the Avatar show is coming up, and we both said, yeah, we'll pass. It's it's good. I would reckon... It's like American Idol, but showier. Huh. Imagine if everyone on American Idol was wizards. Okay, you're selling me. Alright, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, uh-huh. back to Elon and Grimes. Yeah? Look, we all knew it wasn't going to work. Uh-huh. He's a 40-something stoner nerd billionaire, and she's, you know, an attractive celebrity. Yeah, well, look. Um, they haven't been married for nearly as long. He already had an established, you know, richest man in the world thing going before they got married. But, you know, his last wife, Yancey, has to remind people of this all the time. His last wife, after they split up, she became, after the divorce, she became the eighth richest person in the world. Yep. Or 18th or something like that, richest woman in the world. And he still held on to the number one spot without even even any risk of falling to number two. Yep. Like, he could peel off that much of his fortune to make someone else one of the richest people in the world, and he's still on top of the world. Yep. Well, I mean, now, now it's now it's uh, Mr. Space Bezos. Yeah, I look. I mean, you heard about his ex-wife, right? No. Like, that she's donated, like, oh, a billion yeah. dollars to charity? Yeah, yeah, I heard All that. All of Bezos' money? Yeah, no, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, also, can you imagine being one of the most tyrannical employers on the face of the earth and instead of you know ending world hunger or solving a bunch of geopolitical issues uh you decide to go into space for four minutes okay but here's the other thing it's not it's not a simple trade-off like that because uh elon musk and jeff bezos just like bill gates before them and all these other people they have given tons of money to charitable causes tons more than you can even dream of. Okay, how many? How much taxes do they pay? Okay, Amazon paid less taxes than I did last year, just for what it's worth. Yeah, but that's but but they would justify that by saying, "But look at all the people we employ, all the all the I don't all care. the productivity we create, and look at all the good works we do by donating our money. Shouldn't we have the freedom to give our money to good causes no. rather than giving it to the government?" Oh, I agree with you. No, absolutely I'm, not. I'm totally on your side, but. Um, but here's the other thing. Every every billionaire gives to good causes. That's that's them reforming their reputation for the next life. Um, some guy, uh, Nebraskan uh, Scott, his name's on a bunch of stuff. Nebraskan Scott? No, he's a Nebraskan. His last name is Scott. Walter Scott. Um, he just died. Hi, I'm Nebraskan Scott. This is my corn car. He just died at the age of 90. And his obituary reads, Billionaire Philanthropist Walter Scott dies at age 90. And I'm like, yeah, that's how he's remembered. Billionaire Philanthropist. And I don't know anything else about the man. I haven't looked up. 
maybe maybe he was nothing but pure goodness. That's that's how you get to be a billionaire is by kindness. Um, but yeah, they always have they always have philanthropist attached to uh-huh. their name. You know, uh, fine. Maybe ten philanthropies they've did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Um, but I haven't prepared for that topic yet. That, that's one I would have to do research yeah. it on so I don't put my foot in my mouth like I've probably already done here. Um, okay, well, sorry, Elon. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Um, <laughs> it actually could have. Elon's kind of a dick. <laughs> right. And, uh, remember, remember that time he called a rescue worker a fucking pedophile? No, I don't. Oh, my God. So when there was a bunch of kids trapped underground because of a cave-in. Yep, you're right. You're right. I do remember this because he had his rescue technology that he wanted to go in with. And and they denied him to send actual people in. He's like, oh, you probably just want to go in because you're a pedophile. Yeah, okay. I, I do remember that. Oh, man. What yeah, a, he's such a terrible person. What a what a bad person. Um, That's the... Hey, hey. While we're here talking about what an asshole Elon Musk is, uh, if you haven't listened to it already... Go listen to the song Rat by Penelope Scott, all about Elon Musk and what a douchebag he is. Wow. Oh, that's right. I have heard that. Remember you sharing that with me. Alright. F- fuck Go. your tunnel, fuck your cars, fuck your rockets, fuck your cars again. <laughs> Greatest line ever put to music. Here at Nerd Pride Radio, though, we're not about bitterness. We're not about anger. I mean, Aiden is. Yeah. But, but I'm not. So... We're not going to move on to something positive. Uh, the Science Corner. Oh, she blinded me with science. She blinded me with science. Blinded me with science. And that music means if you don't walk away now, you might be in danger of learning something. Did you know? Did you know that when NASA launches a rocket, it goes into space? When NASA launches a rocket, they dump a half million gallons of water onto that launch pad in under 60 seconds. Yes. Why do they do that? To make sure it doesn't explode from expansion? Oh, all right. Partially. Partially it is fire suppression, all right, uh, and, and, and uh, heat dissipation. Sure, a little bit of that. The main reason? Sound suppression. Really? Apparently, the sound of a of one of these rockets taking off is so intense. The decibel level is so high that it would shake apart the delicate electronics inside the rocket itself. Really, and therefore, so so. Wait a minute. God really didn't want us going into space, huh? Well, the forces required would literally he, destroy the if, craft. If he really didn't want us, he wouldn't have given us this loophole of water. <laughs> so, hey, hey, that is the same loophole they used in signs. <laughs> You're right. Apparently, the answer to space is water. I still really like that movie, as dumb as I, it was. I like signs. I soft spot in my heart for signs. I don't know why. Um, is it the scene where the dad comes in to find his brother and his kids all wearing tinfoil hats? <laughs> yes, that's the scene. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, that half million gallons of water dumped out there uh, basically covers everything, gives the the um, the sound a denser medium to have to pass through, 
and it brings everything down to a mere 142 decibels, which is, you know, the sound of that jet engine taking off. Um, it's the sound of, of you, you know, that emergency siren that your town tests like uh, every Tuesday or maybe every day at noon or depending on where you live, maybe they just test it the first Monday of the month, but that stupid emergency siren goes off. If you were standing under that when it went off, that's about 142 decibels. Oh, so, or it's or it's the sound of a fart during a moment of silence. Oh my god, that's the worst. Yes, it's about that loud. Um, so yeah, even with the half million gallons of water, they're only getting it down to to ear moderate, shattering right, levels. Right, dangerous to human levels, but not dangerous to the spacecraft. So um, now the I people in the spacecraft. Cool. I really. I really dug that. So, um, and then you had some science okay. corner. Got a question for you. Mm-hmm. When did we discover that a meteor took out the dinosaurs? When did we learn that? Okay, we learned that recently enough that I remember when it changed. I can't remember how long ago that was, but it was in my lifetime. Nineteen ninety-one. Wow, that's even more recent than I remembered. Wow. Yep. Now, here's the fun, here's an even more fun one. So, so wait, you're saying that we learned that the meteors took out the dinosaurs in 1991 is when we learned. That's not when it took out the dinosaurs. That's when we learned about it. Yes. And then they made the first Land Before Time movie in like 1995? <laughs> Only like four years later and they're already incorporating this, uh, this meteor wisdom into dinosaur cartoons? When was the land before time? I'll look that up while you keep talking. All right, so another question. Uh-huh. When did we find out how anesthesia works? Oh, I have no idea. No, the first land before time was 1988. Oh, but no, no, but they didn't do the destruction of it until later. That was when Jacob was little. All right, all right, take, take a guess on when we discovered how anesthesia works. Um, I assume we discovered how it works long after we had been using it for absolutely correct. decades or centuries. Um, I don't know. I would assume 1960s? 2020. What? We have been knocking people out for over a hundred years, and we have not known how it works. That... That sounds made. It is not. Oh my god. Okay, speaking sorry, speaking of made up facts. It is I don't not. Know, I don't know where I just saw it. Something about spiders going going to bed at night. And then underneath the little pop up fact was did you know that the average spider accidentally swallows oh, four hu- four humans a year while sleeping? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Alright. When did we fully sequence the human genome? Oh, that's also been just recently. May. What? May. Oh. We just got done in May? Yeah. Because when they made the announcement, like, years ago... Yeah. They were missing 15%. Oh, those devious lying scientists. They're always like this. Bragging about shit they haven't done yet. Yeah, we, we finished it literally a couple months ago. That's great. Okay, that that was worthwhile science. That's yeah, awesome. it's it it it, it astounds. I'm me. assuming May is is that's where you're done. There's not like one where where no 
just last week. Can you believe it? Two hours ago. <laughs> so, but he, he, the thing is, the one about anesthesia just gets to me. Uh-huh. Hey, this gas knocks people out. That's awesome. We can use it for surgery. Okay. Shouldn't we study it to see if there's any adverse effects? No, we can use it for surgery. I can't remember where we just saw this. But it was on some TV show or movie or whatever. And someone got a brain freeze. And and so... Uh, another murder... Uh, oh, Only Murders in the Building. Okay, it was on Only Murders in the Building. And someone got a brain freeze on the show. And someone else sitting at the table with them said, Oh, do this. And they put their thumb up against the roof of their mouth. And I press. do it every time I get a brain freeze. And it... Sh- and it, it and they're like, oh my god, I can't believe that works. So yeah, it does. Next time I got a brain freeze. Did, did you all know that? I knew Obviously that. Obviously Aiden, well, Aiden always says he knows stuff when he didn't really. But, no, but you guys, seriously. Yeah, just like that. And it just goes away. Yeah. Oh, when did when was that invented? I have known that since I was like seven. No, you have not. And I have known that you, since I was a child. How can you not have told me then? I'm your father. I assumed grown-ups knew everything. Oh. And now I'm a grown-up, and I know that's vehemently untrue. That's, oh, you, you know what? That's, see, that's the problem. I, I, I raised you, intentionally raised you, believing that I had godlike knowledge of everything. <laughs> and this is where it gets me. Just like how the, the, the five-leaved poison ivies make ice cream. That's, that's what happened. <laughs> I still love that. Really? No. No, not really. I remember saying that a lot to Eli. Not so much to you. Oh, you did it to all of us. But stuff stuff where I would say it, and then Eli would go, Really? No, not really. <laughs> wow, that must have been so belittling for you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I had a great time with it every time. Okay, good. Good, because I thought it was funny. Um. So anyway, uh, hey, that's the science quarter. All right. Uh oh. Get the little ones out of the room. Make sure you're sitting down for this. Nerd hemorrhoids. Nerd rage came flashing back, and I just looked at him and went. Actually, you probably want to be standing up for nerd hemorrhoids. That's right. It's time for some nerd rage. (laughs) Go on. Aiden's got a little rage and a big rage. Alright, the little rage this week is... I was on TikTok, which you should get TikTok. I actually went to go download it this week. Yeah. Um, and then I got distracted and I forgot. Well, you got your phone right there. Alright, I'll install it while you, uh, All right. while you rage. I saw an ad where it lets you create your own VTuber persona. Ooh. Which brings up... The same thing that it, that comes around every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Some trend comes up, and everyone says, I could do that. Just like when the Game Grumps came by. Yes. And everyone's like, I'm funny, I have friends, we can play video games. Yes. But they don't understand how much talent and... I can't tell energy you, it takes. I can't tell you how many of Jacob's friends, your friends, when the Game Grumps first hit it big, how many people, I mean, just kids that you guys knew. Yeah. Who all went, oh, that's what we're going to do. And they, like, even started recording 
it's like, it's like, yeah, you know, you think you're funny, you think you're entertaining, but, um, but this is not, uh, it, it takes more than that. You have to trust have, us. It you, takes more than seven years of podcasting to realize you're not funny. <laughs> that's that's we're why getting I, there. That's why I brought Aiden on. Um, <laughs> oh no! So <laughs> oh no! It, it's okay. I'm I'm good with it. You'll be all right. But look, this weekend I thought maybe thought maybe I'd have to record by myself because I knew you were working a lot, and I thought that we were going to be busy today, so I was going to record yesterday to get it out of the way. And I thought, God, but then I have to record without Aiden. And so I had this whole script worked out, and I knew what I was going to talk about. And I'm like, well, I guess it's not going to be a funny episode this week, is it? <laughs> I should so, call him. So, uh, anyway. Uh, uh, where were we? So, side note, premise. that is my favorite joke. Something happens, and then they say, I should call her. <laughs> like, there was a TikTok of a guy. The, the bit was, he's doing spit takes, except he's not drinking water when it happens. So, like, he takes a bite into an apple, and he slips up, and all the water just pours out of his mouth, and it looks like it's just, like, the world's juiciest apple. And he looks at his lap, looks at the apple, and like, I should call her. That makes no sense at all. It does, if you think about it. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Not everyone, or very few people in the world oh, have the right. talent to be a VTuber. Right, because it take you've got to, you've got to have the charisma, and you have to you have to put in the time, and you have to be willing to listen back to your own crap and weed out all the garbage to get just the good moments. Or, or the people who do it on Twitch, where you don't even get that opportunity. Right. Oh, that's rough. You you don't even get anyone to bounce stuff off of. You are alone. And yes, the wall of your persona helps, but you need. Gallons of charisma that most people do not have. Nope. We all think we do, but we don't. Well, I mean, I do, obviously, but that's beside the point. Ugh, it, it just annoys me when, like... I, I like to call it the American Idol effect. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, they just got famous for singing. I can sing. Right. And, that, and same thing. Twitch was a good example when you brought that up, is... Once Twitch became big and people started making money on it, uh huh, everyone in the world says, "I'm playing video games all the time, and I'm pretty good at some of them. Why am I not doing this?" Right? Because again, it's not just you sit and play video games; it's you have to have the personality and you have to put in the time. There is, or you so need to much... have such immense skill; it's impressive to watch. Yeah. Well, I'll just I'll work on being entertaining. You're right. Right. A- ain't no way I'm going to speedrun The Legend of Zelda in three minutes. Oh, God. See, now I have to create a TikTok account. And trust me, it's worth it. I when when you're on it for that. like a week and it learns what you like. Oh, it's so good. Uh, no, actually, this would be handy because I needed another way to not get things done. <laughs> you should download Minecraft again. All right. <laughs> Why am I not playing Minecraft? They added a new cave update with axolotls. <laughs> The important part is I have my Pokemon. I'm good. Alright. Um, then what's your big rage? My big rage. Ah, yes. I gotta remember it. Crow blank. Why is it that Christians have a need to be the victim? Why is it that I have heard stories 
of people going to extreme religious camps, and one of the activities is the counselors chased them around and hunted them for being Christian. Okay. I don't, I don't know that this is, because it, you know, you want to, you want to take it back to, to the early days when Christians were persecuted, uh, you know, millennia ago, Mm -hmm. but it's not that. I think this is a recent phenomenon because Christians were just by default in charge of Western society for centuries and centuries. There's tons of TikToks where it's like me after I go to jail for worshiping God. But it's it's the I don't think it's Christianity in particular. I think um, I think that there uh, I think there's a segment of modern society that has made a lot of progress by playing the victim. That they are achieving their goals by claiming that, I mean, when, when, I mean, there's all the red pillars out there who want to point out that, that, you know, men are the real victims here. Women are the ones with all the power. (sighs) Look, oh my God. Tucker Carlson. Yeah, well, I I think men are pretty well destroyed at this point. Yeah, it, all it takes is one woman to make an accusation and suddenly the man's life is ruined. Really? Really? Is it Tucker? Is it? What kind of grown man's name is Tucker? I mean, the whole point is that, that you know, Louis C.K. still goes on stage, and he still gets cheers, and he still gets... I mean, he has he has this loyal bro fan base who will support him because he's been me too I uh-huh. mean, the, the, it's, it's, it's gross, and it's... Uh, but, but that's not... That's not the focus here. The focus here is, yeah... There is a group that wants to play the victim. They are the persecuted ones. And let, and let me tell you, you know here I know they're not persecuted because hmm. the guy they worship is mentioned on all of our money. And but I, I honestly, I think in the modern age, I think, I think a lot of it is has to do with Fox News. Oh, absolutely. I think Fox News found that line worked really well early on, and they've just been sticking to it because. They found, they found that they could make a lot of distance with the war on Christmas. So every single year, uh, we get the war on Christmas. Yeah, we we know we know. No, it's okay. Trump gave us Christmas back. Yeah, it. We we know. And then the whole supermarket clapped. We know that there is no real war on Christmas. We all know that. But they get mileage out of it every year. Speaking of, they get they're getting mileage now out of out of cancel culture. They're I, getting mileage out of it's. I thought it was a joke. I didn't know anyone actually believed that the Democrats wanted to physically take people's guns. Oh yeah, I didn't know there were people that dumb. No, no, it's not dumb. It's because here, it's it's that they're susceptible to propaganda. There, there is okay more susceptible to propaganda. Well, no, we all are. We all are. Exactly. There's a no. There's a whole industry, a, I mean, huge industry that pumps out that pumps out reported news and and entertainment and infotainment in that order to legally speaking, no sane person could take as actual news. Right. Legally <laughs> proven <laughs> proven in a court of law that no reasonable person could believe was true, and yet this is 
they're exposed to it on a regular basis, and I don't think they are stupid in as much as they are swallowed up by this culture. I like, I like, oh my god, I like how the people who call liberal sheep are now taking livestock medicine. Ah. <laughs> All right, look, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get into memes here. I don't want to. I don't want to get into the name calling. Look, look, not... they're taking ivermectin like Jonestown Kool Aid. It's <laughs> yeah. But that's, again, it's not the point. <laughs> it might be the point. The point is there is there is an industry that knows better. Well, most of the people at the top of it know better. Uh-huh. But they are pushing intentional this... misinformation because it is good for their political agenda and it is good for their bottom line and therefore uh, and... it is very hard to fault people who are surrounded 24-7 by people who who believe this, by media and social media that espouse this. I mean, it's this is what they see day in and day that, out. That what are you going to believe? That push that we need an electoral college. Because someone did the math, and Trump won this many counties, but still lost the popular vote in that state. How does that work? That's why we need the Electoral College. And because, mm-hmm. I'm saying, so So what, land should have more of a vote than people? Yeah, that's, and because what I, what I don't think a lot of people who think about the Electoral College get is that if you eliminate the Electoral College, it's no longer about this county's say or this state's say in who's president. It's about the American people as a whole. Yes. Look, it it is it is one state like the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, I also fully believe that we should be going to the popular vote for president and we should skip the electoral college. I completely believe that. Um the It wasn't even a good idea when the founding fathers made it, man. No, it was a compromise to appease slave states. Look. Is what it was. Look, we've seen compromises to appease the slave states, and look how well those turned right, out. That's, and that's what I'm saying. Is also, that, that's why it was put in place. Okay, I'm going to keep just going on political stuff that oh, I remember God, no, at this we, point. We, no, we got to stop. We got to stop. Last, gotta stop. last one. Uncomfortable topics. Go yeah, ahead. this is transform, but uh, this is its final form. I find people who wave the Confederate flag hilarious. Yeah. Because they yell at people to go back to their country while waving a flag of a country that doesn't exist right, because they in the country that kicked their ass. Yeah, that's look. Uh, your your younger brother reports that. Uh, that one? Hold on. Sorry about the interruption. No, your uh, your other younger brother. Um, reports that there is a kid who goes to school with him who drives in with the Confederate flag on his truck. Ooh. Like, painted on the hood, flying the flag in the back. In Nebraska, of all places. Right, because it's part of his heritage. We, yeah, go ahead. We, um, we were in the... Well, you no, know, we were a territory at the time, but that's still... Um, but here's the thing, is that according to your brother, yes, this kid has come in with the Confederate flag, However, um, he is not getting a warm reception from anybody for it. <laughs> oh, no, you can come on, come on over yeah, come and talk. Over here. 
Yeah, yeah, from what I've seen, this guy has like a half Confederate flag, half American flag on his truck. Uh-huh. Like one side is the Confederate flag, one side is the American flag, and I'm yeah. just Is it the side with the stars? Please tell me it's the side of the American flag with the stars. No, no, no. no. Cuz it's it's just the stripes no, no, like the two faces of the flag. The two the two phases. So one so if you're looking at one side of the flag, you'll see the Confederate oh, flag. But if you go to the gotcha. other side of this truck, you'll see the American flag. And I'm just so it, that would be equivalent. And if you look at it if you look at it from the edge on, you see a hologram of Trump. <laughs> see, here's like that would be like me flying like an American flag and on the other side it's the Brazil flag. Well, look, you know, and like a lot of them, he cl- he claims it's part of his heritage, but it's like you know, as, ah, as your heritage, the racist. As that same brother pointed out, he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm half German. I'm not flying Nazi flags." So look, look. Someone pointed out, "Like, no, it's just a product of the time." Yeah, a lot of people of that time thought they were racist too. <laughs> okay, now now can we be done yes, with uncomfortable yeah, yeah, topics? We're, we're, we're out Please? of nerd rage uncomfortable okay. topics. Uncomfortable nerd rage. All right. Next up, pod people. Pod people. Pod people. Pod people. Alright, this isn't necessarily the death of the pod people segment. Excuse me? But it's, it's getting close. Um, no, 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 no. You, you don't get to say that. Because well, I didn't know Nerd Pride Turntables existed. And we dug that thing up. Okay, here's the thing. So segments this, don't die this is, here. This is actually me talking about how I don't listen to podcasts anymore. Yeah, All right. I and just don't have time. Here's what, here's what I've got. Look, um, I, I, I listen to, I've, I've discovered books on tape that are affordable. Um, I, have, I have Audible, which means I get a free book every month, and occasionally I'll buy one uh, from them. But I also have uh, my library subscription, and I have an app that gets audiobooks streaming to me from my library. And and I've been reading so much, and it's been really, really good. Uh, but uh, I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, in the meantime, uh, I think I'm down to the only podcasts I have left, really, is, okay, this one, obviously, is still in my feed, although sometimes I put off listening for a little bit because yeah, I got a good book to read. Um, but the ones I get regular updates on and I listen to all the time, uh, I listen to The Constant. I listen to Our Fake History. Those are both similar history-type podcasts. Um, and both of those are every other week. And then I listen to A Hot Dog as a Sandwich, just because they entertain the crap out of me. I love A Hot Dog as a Sandwich. And I listen to that every Wednesday. Um, other than that, I'm about done. I mean, Mission to Zix, uh, I've been listening to that one, but their final episode's coming out this week. So Mission to Zix is over. Holy Mission to Dix. <laughs> uh friend of mine puts out U.S. history in five minutes or less uh, for his social studies uh, students. No one believes that you have friends. But um, but even that one, I don't know if he's going to do new episodes. I mean, like, he's got the same curriculum, so I'm wondering if he's just going to use the same set of podcasts from last year with the new class, or is he going to come up with new ones to fill in some of the gaps? I have no idea. Uh, I hope there's more, but we'll see. Um, I- I'm leaving that one open. Uh, hardcore history he only puts out two podcasts a year, and uh, most of them, usually, 
each episode is like a six-hour audiobook. Um, and then that's it, other than Till Death Do Us Blart. Oh my god. Yeah, which... which oh, it's uh, it's will, November! I know, I know, it's coming up. Uh, okay. Why don't I get so... I get more excited for Till Death Do Us Blart than I do for Thanksgiving. It's one episode a year, and I will listen to it until the day I die, or they somehow miraculously give up on it, or, or maybe they're all... Uh, accused of, of uh, being in a human trafficking ring or something. Well, and then, if they're disgraced for some reason, I would then have to well, stop. This but... is the perfect McElroy joke. Yeah. This is this is the perfect joke that no one asked for it, and they keep doing it, and it's a shitpost every time they do it, but it somehow just gets Funnier. Oh, it is so entertaining. It, it's great. So yeah, they're going to keep doing it till they die. Yeah. And, and, and then they'll elect new members of the Blart Council. And you have heard me say this a million times, but you go, go in now, there's five episodes to listen to. Five years, five episodes. Uh, actually, I know, there's one extra episode because they had a special pandemic yeah. uh, episode where they watched Paul Blart 1. This, oh, by the way, yeah, Till Death to Us Blart is every every year at Thanksgiving, they all watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, and then they get together and they talk about it every the Chekhov's year. Chekhov's gun show. The Chekhov's gun I, I still haven't watched the movie. I, I really still need have to. Not, okay, where, where is Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 streaming? Well, you know, look, I'm sure I can rent it on Amazon for three bucks. Why don't I do that? Ah, I need to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. I really do. Because I know I've seen one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen one, and I actually kind of thought one was cute. It was the intent of Paul Blart Mall Cop 1 is, is what if Die Hard had really, really low stakes? You can, you can watch it on Apple TV. I can watch it on Apple TV for free? No. For oh. $4. Oh. But uh, oh, Amazon... Yeah, I can rent it for three bucks, just yeah. like I said. See, YouTube for the same price. I need to do that. Yep, um, I get most of my shit on YouTube. Except I like to buy movies instead of renting them, because then anytime someone's like, "Hey, I really want to see this movie," I'm like oh, yeah, I have that. There you go. Yeah. See, so okay, and then what's so on YouTube, I can just pull it up whenever I want. I'm down to four po- four podcasts I listen to. I regularly. am down to clown. Really? Are you down like a clown, Charlie Brown? Yeah. All right. Um, only, only if those clowns are the insane clown posse. Anyway, I'm listening to four podcasts on the reg, as as the kids say. Um, they say that. They I get... have not heard on the reg in like seven years. Anyway, four podcasts, and one of them is my own, so that hardly counts, right? Um, so you're only one fourth a narcissist, right? Twenty five percent. All right. Anyway. That brings me now to the Nerd Pride Book Report. Yeah, occasionally I read something, and when I do, you better believe I'm going to bring it here and brag about it, which yeah, was a really great opening when I wasn't reading very much, and so, you know, reading a whole book. Oh, come brag about that. But um, Then the pandemic happened. Well, again, I, I found that if I use my podcast time for audiobook time, um, I've, I think I've put in like a book a week all year long. So it's been pretty cool. I really enjoy it. 
And it's all just, you know, during drive time when I, I would have just been, you know, listening to music or listening to podcasts anyway. So, um, anyway, the, uh, so you really didn't read a book. No, no. You still say you read it. When people ask, yeah, but you say you, re- you read it. But that's a lie. I was, I was listening to a book the other day. Yeah. See, that doesn't sound right. Um, someone so, was telling me a story. Anyway, uh, the book, the book that I've just most recently read is, uh, The Three Body Problem. By Xi Jin Lu. And it was translated by Ken Lu. No relation, I don't think. Um, and when I first started The Three-Body Problem, um, I didn't realize that this actually eventually became the first book of a trilogy, the, the Remembrance of Earth Past, Earth's Past series, uh, which, again, I've only read the first book, Three-Body Problem. But I'll be getting to the other two eventually. Because, God, this thing was good. Really good. Uh, uh as you can guess from the name Xichen Lu and the fact that it had to be translated, uh, um, the guy is uh, Chinese, and um, it is a book, okay, originally published in 2008 in Chinese, translated to English by Ken Lu in 2015, but the opening of this book is set during China's Cultural Revolution in the 60s uh, under Chairman Mao, and uh, side note. Is there a cat in here? What? No. Yeah. Chairman Miao? No, no, Chairman Mao. Yeah? Although, one of the characters in the book was named Wang Miao, which Miao was really funny every time. Um, and uh, because, see, we're we're juvenile racists who make fun of people with names like Long Duck Dong. No, no, so, the, 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 that's what the you're Mao saying? bit is actually a Salmonella bit. Where, uh, oh, because he's racist. <laughs> that's up for debate. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's because it's illegal to reincarnate in China without uh-huh. the government's permission. So, officer comes in. It's like, sir, we found another stray cat. We think it's a. We think it's a reincarnated Buddhist. <laughs> Mao. Oh my God! It's our dear leader reincarnated. <laughs> okay, funny. Um. Anyway, um, set during China's Cultural Revolution in the sixties, um, and. Here was my side note. Uh, I also recently read a novel called Bury What We Cannot Take uh, about a family trying to escape China during the Cultural Revolution. And uh, Bury What We Cannot Take may well be my favorite book I've read all year. Maybe. Maybe. I've read a lot of really good books this year. Um, But for some reason, the Cultural Revolution, that era, mesmerizes me. The level of of cultural engineering and mass brainwashing, um, the, the... emotional, mental torture that the government intentionally subjected its own people to, to achieve its ends, um, is just astounding. It's horrifying. And and seeing people survive um, and escape that uh, is just crazy. Um, so, uh, hold on a second. Can you stop? I don't even know what that means. No one does. Oh, I get it. Oh God, because there are set, there are nineteen letters in the name Barack Hussein Obama. So he must be behind COVID nineteen. So, so thus he's behind COVID nineteen. Oh, open also, your eyes, sheeple. Here's the fun Can part: you, there are more signs behind that one. What do those say? All right, I am I'm actually in the middle of something scripted here. So if you could. Keep your foolishness to yourself for just a moment. 
I mean, just, just I was never much good at listening to book reports. Just bring it down just a little bit. All right. Um. Anyway, back back to the three body problem. Um, the th- the book three body problem is about science. It's about scientists. And um, oh, I'm going to need your help for this part. Uh, I went into this. I went into this book absolutely cold. I knew nothing about it beforehand, and I actually I enjoyed it enough that I really recommend that you go in the same way. Uh, but uh, I am going to do a quick blurb. I'm having my lovely assistant here set a timer for 30 seconds. All right. All right. And so um, if you don't want any spoilers, then when I say go, not that go, but another go I'm going to give you in just a minute. A Pokemon go? Yes. When I say go, you skip ahead exactly 30 seconds, and then I'll stop being spoilery whenever the timer goes off, and then that way you know exactly 30 seconds. So you got a 30-second timer ready? All right, ready, set, go. All right. This book is uh, about the world discovering that aliens actually exist and that they are close by and they are coming for us. All right, only a select group of people know this. And these people have lost faith in humanity, so they welcome our new alien invaders, or they welcome our alien overlords. Uh, some hope they'll help redeem humanity, some hope they'll replace us, but they've seen what humanity has to offer and feel anything is better than that. So uh, they are assisting the aliens. Now, the truth is leaking out. Governments in the world are trying to handle this. And you're done. That's perfect. That was exactly where I wanted to leap off. Uh, look, this book is epic. It's ambitious. It's innovative. Um, the science starts from basics and develops into, I mean, really grand and overwhelming kind of stuff. I mean, just, um, do you remember, is there any chance you remember a movie called The Wandering Earth? Oh, my God. You mean freaking Michael Bay's Wet Dream? Okay. The Wandering Earth was written by Cixin Leighton Liu. Really? Same dude that wrote The Three-Body Problem. That same ambitious, I mean, like I say, Wandering Earth, the, the idea that they're going to they're gonna strap big old motors to the earth and take off with it um, just seemed like just the stupidest idea for a movie until we watched it. And it's like, it's sincere and heartfelt and powerful. And the science is actually not bad. It's... And that's where Three Body Problem is. It does the same kind of really ambitious stuff. It is so over the top. Um, and it's really, really cool. Um, so there's one flaw with uh, with Three Body Problem that I, I feel like I have to point out. I had the same complaint about the book Vagabonds, which I read. Uh, Vagabonds was also by a Chinese author and also coincidentally translated by Ken Liu. Um when new characters are introduced in this book, um, just like in Vagabonds, the author seems compelled to give the, the new characters entire life story and motivations in this huge rush of, of words that doesn't like really fit into the narrative necessarily. And every time it happens, it reminds me of an anime villain uh, suddenly monologuing pages and pages of exposition right in the middle of a fight scene. So, real example... (laughs) Don't you you insult Dragon Ball Z like that? Real example from this book, and I can't remember all the details, but it was something along the lines of, you ask why I'm here? Well, I don't even know you. How do I know I can trust you? For all I know, you've been sent here by my enemies to undermine my efforts, but I'll tell you anyway. My father was an extremely wealthy man who made most of his money in fossil fuels, and he didn't care about the environment at all. Here, let me tell you a lengthy story from my youth that helps illustrate this. And, I mean, just the guy... Frieza, is that you? The guy I just went on for pages, giving his whole life story so that, okay, now we can move is that forward. Mine? Knowing, yeah, this is yours. 
No. Yours was... Oh, wait, yo, you stole one of mine. Okay, no, that, that's yours. Sorry about that. How dare you? I was stealing his soda. Uh, I'm really dry here. Can you give me a soda? Yeah, sure, should ask. <laughs> um, but, uh, again, um, this is it, it is... it feels just out of place to have all of this just kind of spill out in what really was just not... It didn't flow really well with the rest of the story, but uh, I'm sensing that this is just a, a a Chinese convention that they use in in their writing. I'm guessing because well, I've I've read exactly uh, two books uh, that were translated from the original Chinese, and both of them use this, so therefore it must be ubiquitous. Ubiquitous is that the right word? Yes. All right, sweet. I'm good. Um, but otherwise, still fantastic book and really worth your read. Um, and then I have a note down here that says, hey, in case it didn't come up yet, don't forget The Wandering Earth. But we already talked right. about The Wandering Earth, so we're good. All right. Uh, is That's that, it. Is that the end of that bit? That's the end of okay, that I have bit. another minor nerd rage. What's with Dr. Pepper and the different colored caps? I don't know. It's weird. They, yeah, they've been marooned forever and ever and ever, and now all of a sudden they're white. But you can, but you can still pick up the maroon ones. Yes, they're right. Yeah, side by side. Well, it's just the caps. There's no other difference. Oh, that is good soda. Oh, it is. Actually, the other day, speaking of Diet Dr. Pepper, my son called me the other day. <laughs> Which one? Which son? My second son. Oh, really? <laughs> is his name Aiden? Yeah. Me? Yeah. yeah would you want to tell this story? So, <laughs> I have been a Pepsi guy forever. And a freaking, on a whim, I just got a Dr. Pepper like two years ago. And then it slowly became, I was frequently buying more Dr. Pepper and less Pepsi until I realized, why am I even buying Pepsi? I prefer Dr. Pepper at this point. <laughs> and then I called, I called Mike and just, you ruined me. Uh-huh. Because when they grew up, that was the, the primary soda that was in our house. When we grew up, it still is. Right. And so for them, soda as a treat meant Diet Dr. Pepper. And they still believe that it's a treat. Go figure. So, um... Don't you try to claim you intentionally pavlogged your kids. No, no, not at all. Um, all right. Hey, guess what? That what? leads us to the pod Omatic. Hot dog. This is the Nerd Pride Radio pod Omatic. At the end of every cast, we bring out R2 and his fully pimped out pod Omatic bubble. He rolls up random topics for us to talk about. Where do these topics come from, you ask? Well, that's where you guys come in. You want to hear us hey, wrong about something, you send your question or topic to us by email, or better yet, in a private message on my forums at nerdprideradio.com slash babble. You send us your question, we will add it to the Podomatic list. Podomatic is about whatever you want it to be. Whew. Our first Podomatic question is from Ronster. Oh, hey, Ron. Ron says, which is your favorite Superman movie? None of them. Um... Flashpoint Paradox? That had Superman in it. No, you're right. Flashpoint Paradox is a brilliant movie. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, yeah, look, I, I saw just the other day that, like two days ago, was Christopher Reeve's 69th birthday. 69. Nice. Nice. Um, which just amazes me because Christopher Reeve died like 
30-something years ago, and I did not realize he was so young when he died that he would still only be 69 now. Nice. So, um, it just kind of weirded me out. Do you know what happened to Christopher Reeve? Do you know anything about him? Uh, he's not Christopher Walken, I know that for sure. Okay, yes. All right. Do you know why? No. I only know that joke. (laughs) God. Christopher Reeve was Superman from the first Superman movie. uh, And the second Superman movie. And the third Superman movie. And Christopher Reeve was not a big manly man sort of actor, but he did get this Superman role and, uh, and did really well at it. And then he had an accident where he fell off of a horse and broke his neck and he was in a wheelchair for the remainder of his life, and then he died, apparently sometime in his 30s. Um, Was the horse made of kryptonite? So, just, it's so tasteless. (laughs) Too soon, man. Actually, horse is pretty good, actually. (laughs) Uh, So, anyway, um, my favorite Superman movie, look, I loved the first Superman movie when it came out. I thought it was great. Um, In retrospect, Dumb. Dumb. He solves the problem by turning back time, by reversing the Earth's rotation. Stupid. Stupid. Really? And then and then they ended the second movie and used the same goddamn trick? Stupid. Ugh. What? I don't want to defend Superman ever. Uh-huh. Theoretically speaking, as you reach light speed, time seems to slow down. Yes. So yeah. if, if you go FTL, theoretically it could reverse time. Maybe he wasn't just reversing the rotation of Earth. Maybe he was just going FTL using the Earth as a track. And the visual representation of time flowing backwards was the Earth reversing rotation. You shut your goddamn mouth. Okay, that is possible. But it's not it's, it's not what they intended, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that that would have been better, although, again, just the idea that if you're going to tell also, me... If, he, if he's going FTL that close to Earth, the Earth is gone, man. If you're telling me that, that Superman can time travel, well, then what can't he do? And also, if he does move fast enough, he does just enter the Speed Force, which we know Superman can do. Yeah, I know. But also, that is also not the writers of that movie intended. No. Um, So really, my favorite Superman movie, uh, I actually also didn't mind Man of Steel. Um, I haven't seen Batman vs. Superman, so I can't judge that one. Uh, I'm still going to go with Flashpoint Paradox. It was not focused on Superman. It was a Flash movie, but there was a lot of Superman in it. Enough of Superman in it. Anyway, Flashpoint Paradox is a better movie than any Superman movie. Go watch it. That's what I'm saying. Um, Oh, three. Hmm, This is going to be easy. Uh, This is also from Ron. Ron says, What is something that you have put off doing? God, the list is so long. You don't even know Ron's mom. Um, I was talking to you, Mike. She's a lovely woman. How dare you? Uh, The, uh... I mean, things I've put off doing? 
uh, I should be working on and playtesting my board game right now, and I'm not. Godfall is languishing. Languishing! In fact, my intent was to make a new set with a new set of rules and then bring it to you so that you and your friends could play it. But have I done that? No. No, I haven't. Um, What else have I put off doing? Um, Oh, yeah, I gotta tear out that piece in the back of the dishwasher and see if I can get it replaced. I think it's clogged with something. I don't know if I can clean it out or if I have to take it in. I need to go. I need to get that done this week. Damn. Huh. How about you? What's something you've put off I doing? just cleaned my whole apartment. I'm all caught up. Sweet. <laughs> that is incredible. Alright. That That is a piggyback in in past the pigs. That is... The- also an 84, but that's unrelated to what we're witnessing here. R2 has given the dice a boost, and they are stacked on top of each other inside the Potomatic bubble for the first time ever. 84. Uh, and I think that's an omen that says that this has to be the last one. Now. Yeah, absolutely. 84 is also from Ronster with the hat trick. Go Ron. Uh, Ron says, if tires came in colors in other colors, <clears throat> what color would you choose for your tires? Purple. Obviously, you. I, I purple. like purple, and it also matches my blue car. True. Um. Uh. Boy, if I had to pick another color of tire, I would probably go with a, a metallic green just to match my car. I just would want them the same. I think, but maybe I don't know. Well, maybe more of a, a sickly greenish yellow. Ooh, that would be kind of cool. I would like that one too. And that is the end of the Potomatic. Now it is time for... Go ahead. Uh, two, I think we did that. We did, see? So now we're done. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> Aren't you carrying this one? Ah, this is Nintendo 64, but... It's 64. That is so bizarre. I love that we reacted in unison. That was great. R2 apparently is doing tricks tonight. He's been practicing. That's because we don't record off enough and he's lonely. He's got some time to work these out. This one's from Lisa. Sorry, Ron. Lisa says, What was your most recent streaming binge? Uh... Hmm. After Humans on YouTube. Oh, cool. I've not seen that. It's, 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 It's an old Discovery special show. Okay, uh, that goes and looks at different at each episode looks at different aspects of Earth after if humans just vanished mm-hmm. all at once, and it starts off. Okay, gradually, I know what you're talking about. Like uh, one day, a week, thirty days into a hundred years, a thousand years, a hundred thousand years. Cool. Um, my most recent one is when we discovered uh, only murders in the building. Uh, on Hulu, which is... Have you seen anything about this one? Only Murders in the Building is uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and uh, Selena Gomez. I know. as it, And it works. What a, what a third name on that list. Right? Right? Uh, and <laughs> like you were expecting Chevy Chase, weren't you? No. No, I, no I just wasn't expecting all three of my childhood crushes. <laughs> Um, and the three of them uh, live in the same building, 
Um, they're all kind of loners, but then they bond over their love of true crime podcasts. And, uh, and then something happens, and now they are investigating what they think is an actual murder. And we're six episodes in. Uh, we binged everything that they had, and now we're just waiting for a new episode to come out. And awesome. Awesome. Before that, uh, Ordinary Sausage on YouTube. If you haven't seen Ordinary Sausage, go watch it. I'm going to derail the podcast one more time. Oh, don't. Don't derail the podcast one more time, please. We need to talk about the Mario movie. Oh, yeah. Let's know. Okay. Uh, 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 nerd Culture Report. I thought this was bowling for weirdos. No, Gonzo, but you're very, very close. Um, yeah, there's a new Mario live-action Mario movie. There coming. is a single man on this planet who was specially bred to be a short, rotund Italian man. And his name is Danny DeVito. And, but they chose Chris Pratt. Okay. And a, a bunch of people are freaking protesting it now because they chose Chris Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's going to do fine. I don't want to watch it if Chris Pratt is in it. What? Wait a minute. Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu? What? See, this is the same thing. No. Chris Pratt is a known homophobe. Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. You know what? He, he, he's part of a church that is infamous for being horrifyingly homophobic, and he, on Twitter, regularly defends it. Okay. He defends his church, or he defends homophobia? The church, but the institution is famously homophobic. Okay, I don't know anything about the, the controversy, so I'm not going to comment. I I would I'll I'll have to look. That's a shame because I like Chris Pratt a lot. I, uh, I like Chris Pratt a lot too. I, you know what? Norm Macdonald just died, and uh, I wound up watching a bunch of Norm Macdonald videos and old jokes that he told and stuff like this. And remember, Dude, I think Kevin Hart as Yoshi was just a weird pick. And I and I thought to myself, oh my god. This is how. This is why I love Norm Macdonald so much. And then found out that oh wait, he's also this weird uh, Louis C.K. style misogynist who uh, just openly groped women and was demeaning and belittling to them. Dwayne, and, Dwayne Johnson uh, is Womp. Are those real things? No. Okay. Look, Chris Pratt. Okay, if he's Mister Worldwide is Chain Chomp. If the if the man. If the man is a homophobe, then, then that, yes. Look, if the man is a real homophobe, then that's disappointing to me, and I'll worry about that on another level. But as far as picking him as a voice actor for it, I, you know, Ryan Reynolds was Pikachu. It was fine. People were all up in arms when Michael Keaton got chosen to be Batman. But He's a stand-up comic. He can't be Batman. Also, okay, with Luigi. Mm-hmm. Those him and Danny DeVito have been on Always Sunny for years. Yes, but Danny DeVito's Danny DeVito's voice is Danny DeVito, which is not Mario. But okay. he doesn't do voices. Okay, then why don't they just voice it over with freaking Charles Martinet? <sighs> because they can get Chris Pratt. Oh, damn it. So, you literally moved yours out of 
of the way to grab mine. It's weird, right? I don't know. I'm somehow drawn to your... It, I think it's because yours has a maroon cap on it. Stop grabbing my soda. Uh, who's the others? James Corden is Lakitu. Also not real, but fitting. I don't like James Corden. I don't like James Corden. Um, now, who were the others that were announced? Uh, Eminem is Shy Guy? No. Grimes as Princess Peach? It is not Grimes as Princess Peach. I know Peach. it's not Grimes. <laughs> who is it as Princess Peach? Some singer. Yeah, I know her. Um, and I was trying to explain to your brother who she was. Anyway, you know what? This is all stupid. This is I, I, I don't even know why we're having this conversation And the fact right that now. they're handing it to Illumination kind of upsets me, though. Why? Because Illumination isn't famous for making good movies. Oh, well, yeah, but... They're 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 famous no, for nor, making nor is Nintendo, so uh, yeah. Chris Pratt is Mario. Charlie right. Day is Luigi. Right. Charlie Day is Luigi. Which I think Charlie Day, if he can pull off the Italian accent, is a decent Luigi. If, if but they... part of me just wants to see Charlie Day playing Charlie Day. Just hey, Mario. I don't I don't know if this is a good idea, Mario. If they choose to go with accents at all, they may not because. Uh, Anya Taylor as Princess Peach. Anya Taylor Joy, that's the one. Yeah. And then I okay, I am excited to see Jack Black as Bowser. Yes, Jack Black as Bowser makes sense. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That's the one that makes the most sense to me. I, Seth Rogen okay. as Donkey Kong. Okay, yes. If, if he is the classic Donkey Kong and he only makes like grunts and ooks, yes, I am so game for Seth Rogen being Donkey Kong. See. Just like how I've they heard, got Vin Diesel to play to play Groot, I've I've seen so many people upset with Seth Rogen playing Donkey Kong and making fun of him for it, and I'm like Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Keegan Keegan Michael Key can do no wrong, so you shut up. I'm okay with all of these. Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Yeah, if anyone can do it, sure. Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek. I don't know who Kevin Michael Richardson is. I'm looking right at him, and I'm not recognizing him. Wait! Yeah, it's Spike? What Spike? What? Wait. Yeah, of course it's going to be some unknown for Spike. Whatever. Um, Do you not know who Spike is? I know who Spike is, but okay. I just... But that seems so... Well, because Spike got a slot in, like, a Mario Party game, because they need a filler. Yeah. And because of his goofy design, just like when you can play as a Goomba or Waluigi, he just immediately became a fan favorite. Isn't he just a shiny Bowser Jr.? No. No, I believe he is a uh, Koopakin, though. Yes, he certainly looks Cause, like Because I did, I did that whole report like 40 episodes back on all the species of Koopakin and why Mario is an asshole for hunting endangered species. Okay. Now we're in her Gladys. She's going to give us a recap of this week's episode so far. No, we're not doing that. We're going right to Gladys. Screw you. Remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye? And you were like, no way. And then I was all, we pretended we were going to murder you. That was great. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Nerd Pirate. That's right. I thought by, by taking it off the table and flipping it upside down, the noise would somehow stop. That's what I thought was going to happen.
2021 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronkest, performed by Black Dove Underground. Bumper music this week was, let's see, um, no, no. Ah, She Blinded Me With Science, as performed by William Shatner. Um, uh, 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 read a book by They Might Be Giants. There it is. Um, oh, and uh, nope, that's it. That's it for music. All the songs I use are available on a variety of music services. Check them out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. I wouldn't put them in my podcast if I didn't love them. If you want to help out Nerd Pride, subscribe to this podcast and whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, write us a nice review or a crappy one, as long as it's got five stars to trick the algorithm. Uh, if you want to really use something super nice for this podcast, recommend it to your friends. Because seriously, you're enjoying it already, so you should be spreading the word and letting other people enjoy it as well. Word of mouth is my bread and butter, people. Uh, remember, I am always looking for you listeners to do my work for me. Don't forget to send me questions and topics for the Podomatic. Uh, let us know if you want to be included in the listener betrayal. And if you have a really interesting nerd fact about an upcoming episode, send it to me. Save me all of that grueling research. My contact info, Mike at NerdPrideRadio.com, at NerdPrideRadio on social medias that I will never check. But to be completely honest, the very best way to talk to me is to sign up for my forums at NerdPrideRadio.com slash babble. Sign up, send me a message, we'll hang out together, we will become best friends in the world. We'll have fun. Before I start recording every podcast, uh, I post up to my ever-vigilant Gallium Club members uh, and uh, and Aiden's very beautiful and talented Platinum Club members, and we say, hey, we're recording anything that they want to say during the duration of our recording will be read off at the end of the episode, which is what we are doing right, right. now. All right. First up, uh, I sent out to come up, fingerprint not recognized. This isn't my phone. Um, Stop drinking my phone! Uh, I said... No, not there. There. I have to back up. God, I am so bad at this. Wait a minute. I said, it's the Nerd Bride Hour. We're recording quick. What's the worst fantasy monster to keep as a pet? And my son Aiden said, A, a Baylor. Said nothing. A, a, a Baylor? Because, you know, anything within five feet of them immediately lights on fire? Yeah, but can you really use intelligent devils? I mean, it's, demons? it's debatable whether a Baylor is intelligent. As, can you can you really do that? Uh, oh, you know what? To keep as a pet? I, I, don't, I don't know if I could keep a Barovian commoner. Stop it. All right, that, wouldn't, that would hardly be the, a Barovian commoner. That's not going to be the worst fantasy monster. It's, a, it's not a monster. It's a commoner. I'm sorry. What about Chimeric Baboon? I don't know anything about that has a that, is, that has a eight times the normal chance of ripping your nuts off. <laughs> Only if you bring in a birthday cake. Uh, uh, what about a chewinga? Um, Those would be horrible because you know they're invisible most of the time. So then uh, Jacob responded, and Jacob said, "Isn't it past your bedtime, old man?" Dick. Wow. Uh, actually, a good pet, crawling claw. Yeah, okay, yes, true, but this is about Jacob now, because Jacob's real answer to the question is, obviously, gelatinous cube. Good luck getting that pet deposit back on your rental. Nice. No, 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 no. 
What? Gelatinous cubes do not leave behind a residue. Okay. They just dissolve anything that isn't the floor. Huh. The carpet? Yeah, I mean, or do they just dissolve the dirt in the carpet? Right. The carpet I, 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 the I, think, I think you would need hardwood floors. Mm. But a gelatinous cube would be perfectly fine. Um, and then Yancey did not get a Nerd Pride message from me, but he did send me uh, a listicle article about 40 times that adults ruined kids' coloring books from Board Panda. Oh. Look at that later, Yancey. Um, let's see. No, no. Aha. Sarah Beth. Hi, Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth says Rust Monster. That depends on how much metal you have in your house. Okay, well, you know. If, if I replace all of the iron in my house with solid gold, I am fine. <laughs> no. No, no. They Rust Monsters will destroy any metal. No, they can't destroy gold. Okay. But you can't replace all... You're not going to replace everything in your house with gold. Like, any... It's basically any metal that corrodes, correct? Gold doesn't corrode. Right. Okay, so great. Gold, but your aluminum cans corrode. Depends on what you're into. A choker might be a good pet. Okay, we said worst pet. You're not even following the rules with your... Oh, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Stupid running gag. Um, okay, fine. Uh, any dragon larger than a wormling. I agree. All right, Kaz replied, and Kaz says, The rust monster is arguably the most annoying pet. Being unable to keep anything with iron around is terrible. Uh, Death dog. Bad, bad, bad pet. Not if it's well trained. Okay, keep in mind, it is the size of a horse. So? So it eats a lot. Right. So, So what? Look. All right. (laughs) Um, your your brother Noah says uh, goblins, and then he posts again and says, "Trust me." I, I, I can you even keep intelligent creatures? I've seen you play them; they're not intelligent. Uh, Lord of Blades. Stop! Stop! That's is the Lord of Blades. Uh, it, is that a fantasy monster or is that yeah, that is a fantasy monster? I'm just going through the DMG right now. Yeah, but it's not a. It's, Again, if it's an intelligent being, that's hardly a. I don't. I, did, I, don't... I mean, I know I did say monster. I get it, but yeah. Um, oh, actually, uh, Pat says the worst is the invisible stalker. You can never find him when he runs out of the house. <laughs> that that's why you get a little beeper on his collar. He says the best one is the beholder from Magic Arena. Seriously, you gotta look that little guy up. Okay, I will look up the Beholder from Magic Arena uh, okay. in a minute. Alright, hey. Tommy Two Butts? Tommy Two Butts? What the hell is that? He's a goblin. It, it's apparently a canon version of Master Three Balls. Oh my god. Um, okay, Garrett is on your side. He says, I'd say a Pit Fiend. Damn it. You guys would stick together. Uh, oh, Emily, ever the nihilist, uh, says a human. They're so destructive. A bar- a burbalang? Got always dragging bones into my apartment. Can you? Um, would you count humans as fantasy monsters? 
depends on what kind of human. Well, Emily just said humans. Oh, then no. Really? But they have a listing in the monster manual. And? Well, that seems to be your freaking criteria. All right, fine. Kyle says a doppelganger. It really says something if you keep a doppelganger as your property. <laughs> awesome question. Uh, here's a request for you guys. Harmonize. Pick any song you want. Google how to do it properly if you don't know how. No. I'm going with his answer. I can't. I don't have time for that. I tell you what. Tell you what. Uh, Kyle, for you, by the next time we record, we will, uh, we will look it up. We'll go through the processes. We might even practice a little. We will harmonize on the next podcast for you. All right. So, so, so you think as long as a carnivore is well trained, it's a good pet. Because, I mean, this is a like, huge polar bear. It's the size of an elephant. Yeah. Do you know what that thing needs to eat? Okay. You can't just... It'd be a bad pet. What? Huge polar bears need love, too. Do you have feedback here? Or... Yes. Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't know we were trading off. Yeah. yeah, I've got like 14 responses. Oh, good lord. None of them from me. Oh. Uh, that's not anything. This is one. Uh, I said, how do we play numbers? My dad and I are recording today. If you'd like to say something, you have to read anything. Now is your chance. We'll read anything you send us. Seriously, anything you type will be read off. This week's question, what is your favorite thing you own? Yes, what is your favorite thing you own? Uh, and Ryan says, uh, my $250 cosplay axe from Destiny. Ooh. Very nice. All right. I get uh, that. The next one comes to us from Ben, and he says his Eldrazi deck from Magic. Okay. Uh, not, just, not just because it's something that he's uh, purchased, but something I'm sure he's invested a lot of time in perfecting. No, he looked up a guide. Wow. Just let him have this moment, please. Anyways, uh, that's what comes to us from Jacob, and he says, my free will. We both know you don't own that, Jacob. Wow. Uh, the next one uh, comes just from Noah, and he says, definitely not the goblins, that's for sure. <laughs> so probably my anti-goblin stick, now that I think of it. That's <laughs> cute. Way to tie them together, kiddo. Uh, my next is from DM Darks. He says, you. I own you. I know, Dad. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, next one is from Garrett. He says his PC. Okay. He loves his political correctness. Stop. Just stop. Uh, the next one comes from Isaiah. And he says my nerdy stuff. Wow, that's specific. Isaiah, come on. Uh, he said, but seriously, it'd be my book collection. Okay. Oh, hey, look at that. We said, come on, Isaiah. And then he did. Uh, the next one comes from Emily. And she says my bed. Some days it's the only thing that supports me. Are you alright, Emily? Oh, I mean, look, she's got a consistent theme going. <laughs> week to week, month to month, year in, year out. Should we be worried? Do we need to make some phone I calls? Think, I'm thinking we probably should be a little worried about Emily. Alright. This one comes from Kyle. Uh, he says, a Cornish game hen frozen in my back freezer. It's awesome. Great question. <laughs> Here's a question for y'all. <laughs> That was the dumbest answer ever. What's the weirdest smell you've ever created? 
Have I told the rat story on the podcast? Nope. Okay, hey, hey guys, uh, Mike here. Uh, this is this is inserted later, and so I'm going to talk in this 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 low voice so that you can tell the difference between you know the other me and this me, past me and future me. I guess. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, this is this is a content warning. Aiden is about to tell the rat story, and I'm telling you, uh, it is it is graphic, and it is awful, and. Uh, entertaining, sure, sure, but also not for those with weak stomachs. So, uh, if, if rats, uh, specifically dead rats, uh, are problematic for you, I mean, I'm telling you, it's graphic. <laughs> graphic. So I'm going to give you the, the ready, set, go, like we did last time. Uh, but this time from the go, I want you to skip forward two minutes and ten seconds. All right. Or if you're, if you're, uh, if your player just goes by 30-second intervals, you can go two and a half minutes because after the two minutes and ten seconds, it's me talking for a little bit about how I'm going to go back and do exactly what I'm doing now and put a content warning on this thing because it, it kind of needs it. It turned my stomach listening to it. So if you're sensitive, two minutes, ten seconds. Ready, set, go. Well, here we go from my days working at a milk processing plant. I know this story. I... I really don't want to hear it. Oh my god. I used to work at a milk powder processing plant of which won't be named because I could be sued. But uh, I was janitor and among many of my duties was to clean drains. And I get a call on my walkie-talkie. Also dumbest named invention ever. Uh, But, But you can talk on it while walking. It's a walkie-talkie. Oh, 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 yeah. And here's here's my here's my long bladed object, the wacky stabby. You look. You do realize this came out of the same era that gave us movies. A- anyway, because they move. Anyway, and then we gave them sound, and they became talkies. Anyway, so I got a call on my walkie. How did they name coffee? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Anyway, uh. I gotta call my walkie, and they're like, hey, drain 48 is not draining. And I said, oh, and they're like, yeah, if you go uh, clear that for us. And I said, okay, no problem. Hey, drain 48's not draining. If you go clear that for us, that'd be, Dude, great. That'd be great. Anyway, so I get to drain 48, fill a bucket <laughs> with water, dump it down the drain. Water sits on top of the drain. Yep, it's it's clogged. It's not draining. Uh-huh. So, I take... A industrial caustic, and, and dump you have you have already given away much of the story just by giving us the title. Yeah, hey, have I told you the rat story? Go so, ahead. I dump a like a gallon of industrial caustic down this drain, which usually clears up whatever you know hair or detritus has fallen down in these drains. Good use of detritus. Thank you. That was awesome. Anyway, uh, and it's still not working. So then I have to go get the counter acid for this caustic so that I can make it now a right. neutral so that I can now put a shoulder glove on, which, if the name doesn't help you, is a glove that goes all the way up to my shoulder. Uh-huh. So I can put on a shoulder glove. Can I just, can and, I just say, any, reach... any situation where you feel you have to gear up with the shoulder glove, you've already lost. And so I now have to reach out with the shoulder glove and 
if I can reach it, manually clear this clog. Which is the worst part of my job. <laughs> and so I, I neutralize the caustic. I reach down there. And it is some kind of crunchy mush down there. <sighs> and I bring a... And, and, what, and whatever this fluid that is now mixing with the chemicals is now over my shoulder glove and seeping really, into my really glove. We really should have put a warning on this before you started the story. I and mean, so, so this kind of did when this, you said rat story and I said I don't want to hear it. This sludge is now Hopefully. seeping into my glove and like oh no, no. Pooling Stop. at my fingertips. Stop. And when I pull up my hand, it is rat bones and dissolving meat and fur. Stop. And I had to like pull out like Four handfuls of this stuff before no, you even started no, draining. No, this is not... This is I had a bucket of melted rat when I was done. Remember when I said this This show wasn't about the negativity? It's also a not not about that. Like, like it took me... I'm going to have to give you a list of things that this show is not about. You ever seen a kid in a sandbox? <laughs> Stop. And so, yeah, when I discovered it's rats, I took off my shoulder glove... Threw it away. I will never use that again. Went to my boss's office. Hand not touching anything. Said, I'm going home. And then I went home. <laughs> I had an hour left. I was not staying. Uh-huh. Ew! Alright. I am literally going to go back in and put a warning in <laughs> before you tell that story. Because... Because... Like, that's uncomfortable for me, and I know the story. I... Oh, my God. The next one comes from Dom. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, he says, that's hands down uh, goes to my uh, Warhammer 40k collection. Huh. Man, I hear those get expensive. I Yeah, I believe it. And uh, let me check another source quick. Uh... That is it, but there may be an addendum to the very end of this podcast. Okay. Because some news on the list, and they're trying to get confirmation and what they're supposed to do with it. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, well, then, should I just stall and very slowly do our... Uh, just wait for it. Just, no. just, 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 just end it, and we'll put an addendum at the end. If we okay, need to. so uh, thanks for showing up. We love you guys. Just just, just end it and we'll put an addendum at the end. You're so awesome. We appreciate you joining us every week like this. Don't we, Aiden? Yes, we, we absolutely really do. appreciate all of you. Yes. Don't you agree, R2? <laughs> Heck yeah. So anyway, um, is that everything we've got? That is everything. Are you sure? Yes. Really? Yes. Because I, I'm I like, because if I call it and you immediately tell me I have to turn this back on and add another sound clip to the end of it, you're gonna do that, aren't you? I I literally have nothing. Okay, well, I guess we really are done. You right. guys are awesome. I appreciate you putting up with all of this. You guys are wonderful. Good night, we love you. Goodbye.